Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's Morphin Time! Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. Okay, Jesus. Yes, my son. No, like, <laughs> I was sitting here and just minding my own business, typing something up on Reddit, when all of a sudden, the Skype call came through at nuclear decibel. Boom, boom, boom! And I'm like, oh, shit, ah, <laughs> It scared the living out of me. I apologize. I No, it's not your fault. It, it's, it's Skype itself, because for some reason, I don't know why, Skype decided to come in like it was a rock concert and not a stupid... You, oh my god. I take a breath. Hang on. <sighs> hello? Hello? Oh, hello. How are you? I'm alive. Uh, yeah, that's about right, yep. I think. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's sounding about right. Uh... I'm still kicking. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all still kicking. Yes, okay. it's looking good. I'm looking at my waveform. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay, Mine cool. looks like <laughs> shit. <laughs> is it just it just look low? Yeah, I don't know what the problem is. Mine looks low in the visualization, but like when I play it back, it sounds perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Okay, it could just be, be your visualizer okay. settings. Yeah. Okay, um. Okay. Do you see like a little microphone icon with oh, the no, plus and like minus? Oh no, that's like all the way. That's like all the way up. So oh, that's <laughs> not that. Um. <laughs> Wait, does that's your, what I was tweaking. Does uh, your microphone have gain to it? It's a plug and play, so I don't know. Oh. It's got gains, bro. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> So, AP, we're just talking about, like, Twitch and stuff, and Zach kind of wants to start doing Twitch as well. Mm-hmm. For I don't streaming. know what that is, so I it's... have no clue what that is. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? <laughs> I mean, like, barely. <laughs> it's a live platform that's mainly for gamers, but if you go mm-hmm. to, like, twitch.tv, it's people live streaming, but it's oh, more okay. interactive. Because people can chat with you in real time. There's mm-hmm. like emotes that you can do. There's like a greater sense of community on Twitch. Think of it as a like a YouTube live stream, but like way more interactive and community based because it's really easy for people to like give you money and <laughs> and and subscribe to you. So Zach was thinking about starting up one. I don't expect you to Twitch stream or anything, but... She could. We could set her up with a face rig so that it's like a cute animated, you know, animal oh, and it's not her face. No, no, no. If she wanted to become like a VTuber, then it would just be the light, a virtual light speed yellow. Yes. What? She's like, what the fuck are you <laughs> guys talking no about? no idea what's going on right now. So VTubers are people who stream, but instead of using their like their webcam face. to show their face, they use these digitally animated 3D avatars. And most of the time, these VTubers are like cute moe anime girls. But mm-hmm. Eric is saying we could totally rig up so that you're just like Lightspeed Yellow. Oh. <laughs> Okay. No, 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 no. 
I normally just, I when can't, stuff like that happens, it's usually like McConnell's in the way going, oh, no, we don't believe in handouts because I am a turtle. A- AP, <laughs> you're still there. <laughs> I think we scared AP off. Hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, anyway, Power Rangers. Yes. Yeah. You, you, guys, you guys okay? <laughs> I know it's been a, it's been a sh- week. It kind of well, it's been a sh- year already so far. So. Well. <laughs> yeah. Okie dokie. What are we talking about? The stuff, the stuff in the show notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is a lot of news that we can cover, but the rest of it is kind of just like Beast Morpher season two. And we're not going to do this episode by episode. I'm just going to be like, hey, here's an overall arc like Ben and Betty or the Dino okay. team up. Because like full disclosure, I am like way behind. Yeah, there are definitely some episodes of Beast Morphers I have not seen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not intentionally. Uh, like, like I, I think I've seen the important ones. I've seen the team up episodes and I saw the finale. And that's about it. Oh, you guys are f- killing me. Um. <laughs> Sorry, my DVR glitched and then like erased a lot of stuff. It was a I had to find some things. So uh, there's nothing I could do about that. No, 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 no. I know. Um, I'm wondering if I can just pivot and totally change these notes. God, <laughs> you said it. you said pivot, and all I can think of is that <laughs> friend. Shut <episode>. up. <laughs> Uh, um, I mean, some of these sound familiar. I remember Chaku. (laughs) Mostly because I was at Ikea the other day and I saw that lamp. (laughs) 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 That wasn't a joke. You guys remember. Well, AP won't remember. But Eric, you remember in that episode, they used the lamps from Ikea as part of his like alien home. What? You don't remember the explodey ball lamp? Hang on, I gotta look it up. <laughs> Ikea for lamp. For Beast Morphers? Yes! When they get, like, the video message of... Dude, it's been so long since I f- watched this stuff. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. God, oh my god, I'm dying. We'll focus more on the news, and Beast Morphers Season 2 will be more of an afterthought, but now I feel like I have to change the title. Um, uh, Rangers, Rangers, Rangers don't review the rest of Beast Morphers Season 2. Are you serious? Um, I'm, I'm pretty serious. Um, but didn't you see the finale? I did not. I what? haven't seen uh I've seen some clips of like different episodes but I have not seen f- <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't I honestly do not remember the episode. Like if someone like told me plots, I'd be like, "Okay, yeah, I saw that." But then like I do not remember the last episode I watched. I just know I am maybe about two or three episodes into season 3. I mean season 2. I don't even know what season I'm on. <laughs> season okay. three. Hey, I'd I'd actually wouldn't mind a season three. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Rangers. <laughs> I found it. I found it. I found it. I mean, you overall know what kind of happens, right? I mean, basically the whole RPM thing. Yeah, I know. Then... I ba- I basically know what happens. I just haven't seen it. 
Does that make sense? It, it does make sense. What is happening? This was in his room? Yeah, this was like in, in the episode when he's back with his daughter on his alien planet. And like she's, they're sitting on the couch, and that's the light. <laughs> this is our futuristic alien lamp. It's an IKEA for forty nine ninety nine or whatever it is. Because <laughs> I saw that and I went, "Hey, I recognize that from Beast Morphers." <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna put this. Rangers enter the new year. That works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Help me! <laughs> Listen, it's better than being stuck in 2020. Oh my gosh, there's a screenshot of it, Zach. You found the screenshot? Yes. On uh, someone's, like, Weebly site. <laughs> um, I just googled Chaku, and, uh... Oh my god. It showed up at one point. <laughs> Wait, Chaku, yeah, let me... Or I binged it, because I'm using... Binged it? Edge. Bing got a better result than Google because Google is not showing me squat diddly. Yep, there it is. That's in the screen. <laughs> Wait, did you link it? She did in the chat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is the same <laughs> light. Yep. So that's what I remember about those episodes. And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Ay, 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, episode 173, Rangers Enter the New Year. Recorded on January 11th, 2021, because that's not 2020 anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as TruckyB47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Chris P., Steve F., Doug F., AJW, Tyler W., Tyler B., Tyler D., Eric D., Leland D., Jacob P., Steve M., Liz M., Craig M., Callum M., Mason M., Hassan A., Bo H., Raheem Y., Derek G., and Teresa B. for supporting us this month. To find all of our links, you can go to linktr.ee slash rangercommandph and included is our Amazon shop at amazon.com slash shop slash ranger command ph, where we've curated a list of Power Rangers items. And in our link tree, we also have a link to our Amazon affiliate link. Any link that you click through Amazon with that link will help support the podcast. And we greatly appreciate it. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year. Yeah, it's already <laughs> been a crazy year. Boy, howdy, and, has it ever. Yeah, and I don't want to get too much into it. But things yeah. happened. Yes, things happened and in our government, and it was historic for all the worst reasons imaginable. Yeah. I think if, you know, you... If you, unless you've been living under a rock, you know what's going on. And last Wednesday was a terrible day for our country, and we were supposed to record that evening. And I was like, you know what? Nope, I'm not in the mood to talk about Power Rangers when 
we've got some real life consequences and stuff happening. We were all pretty much affected by that. And I don't want to dwell on it, but we're all safe, at least the three of us. But it really highlights how important it is to vote and protest peacefully. Uh, There's ways to go about this without being a complete idiot or a racist moron. So I don't want to dwell too much on that, but I just think last week we were not in the headspace at all to record. At least I know I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there, right there with you. <laughs> we all definitely needed to step back and say, "Hey, now's not the best time. We're not in the proper headspace to uh, enjoy Power Rangers, let alone talk about Power Rangers." So, exactly. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, there are five Saturdays in January. <laughs> so, yeah, this uh, back half of the month is going to be pretty loaded. We've got this episode. Uh, If you're listening to it on the 16th, the 23rd, we're actually going to do our last Rangers commentary. I don't, I don't know. Um, But with a a news item we'll be talking about relatively soon, uh, that may be a possibility. Uh, So we, we had a good idea for that one. Thanks to one of our listeners. And then January 25th is our seventh anniversary as a podcast. We are going to do another live stream, hopefully on the 25th. I think we're all pretty much set for that. We got some fun things planned. I think we're going to leave it up to our listeners and just have fun with it. And it's a celebration of uh, the podcast and everything we've done over seven years going into our eighth year as a podcast. It's pretty crazy. And we will have that as a podcast version on the 30th so it's been a couple weeks or a few weeks since our last uh episode but uh we're back we're ready to take on a whole new year i thank everyone for supporting us for listening to us for all the interaction on our social media all of that so we really appreciate it uh special thanks to leland d who is one of our new patrons this month five dollars and above and he was a supporter before on patreon but obviously life happens and we understand when people can't support us you know all the time and and that's we know as long as you listen to us that's really all the support that we need but uh leland's been one of our listeners like from the very beginning and i know he's done like charity work in africa for a number of years uh overseas And throughout that whole time, he's, you know, been listening to us when he's been able to. And um, I guess he's back in the States and he's a little bit more financially comfortable and he decided to support us again. And so uh, he he left a couple really nice messages and we appreciate people like that. And because they're not just listeners, they're friends. And I'm trying not to get sampy before our anniversary show. (laughs) Yeah, save it for the anniversary, Eric. Yeah, but no, I just, you know, I really appreciate it. So a lot has happened in the past few weeks in regards to news. And uh, originally we were going to review a bit more of the rest of Beef beef Morphers. Mm. (laughs) That's that's disgusting. I love that Beef Morphers. No, no, no. We we were going (laughs) to review like the rest of the Beast Morphers season, but we're not all caught up and we're at different points and rewatching and forgetfulness because we watched it over the summer, not when it aired because the hiatus. (laughs) 
That's getting cut. Oh, bleeped. <laughs> we were originally going to review uh, Beast Morphers like the rest of season two, but we'll say that for another time. Uh, we've got Dino Fury coming up. We got a lot of exciting things to talk about in the news. And so I think we've got enough to talk about already. So first off, Boom Studios announces the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Kickstarter. And this came out last week by the time people listen to this. And you can find the details at rangercommand.com. They are doing a limited edition Mighty Morphin Power Ranger hardcovers that they are doing a pre-order through Kickstarter. Essentially, the 55-issue flagship series Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, along with several key tie-in issues, will be collected in six premium limited edition deluxe hardcover volumes available for pre-order individually or in a complete set through Kickstarter. Now, originally their goal was $50,000. They blew through that in less than a day. Currently, at the time that we record this on January 11th, they are sitting on $446,000 with 864 backers with 23 days to go. The Kickstarter will end on February 4th, Thursday, February 4th, 2021 at 1 p.m. Central Time. This is crazy. And I'm a collector of the comics. Big hardcore collector. Not only have I collected the single issues and the variants, but I've also collected the softcover graphic novels as well as the hardcovers. I've got year one, year two, Shatter Grid, Beyond the Grid hardcovers. And initially I was like, oh, wow, I feel like I'm getting screwed out of this because this is like a whole new edition. But they were quick to assure everyone they updated their FAQ like that same day that the other two volumes, which are going to be Necessary Evil 1 and Necessary Evil 2, which also collect some of the Go-Go Power Rangers issues that tie into everything, Uh, for those whole arcs, those are still going to be released as regular hardcovers that are separate from this special edition. So Necessary Evil 1, which is like volume five of the hardcovers, will be out November this year. And then the sixth one that ends Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with issue 55 and all that stuff for Necessary Evil, that's volume six of the hardcovers that will come out as its own standard release along with the these Kickstarter limited editions in April of 2022. So that kind of like elated my wallet because I don't have to participate in this as much <laughs> as these covers are are gorgeous by Goni Montez. They are the morphing covers, which were actually a part of the early issues of uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like I think issues one through seven or eight or whatever, because I know they had like a Lord Draken version of that. Before we get into all the details of that, as an overall reaction, what are y'all impressions about this? Like, I wish I could afford it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish I could justify like paying this money for these mm-hmm. beautiful comics, especially since I do technically need them. Um, yeah. Or I'd like to have like a collected edition, mm-hmm. but it's just like. It's so expensive for a comic. Yeah, I get it. And trust me, because I'm a completionist and I'm like, am I really going to like quadruple dip in this series? (laughs) Like I was seriously considering it and I'm like, 
you know what? Unless we get that 2000 stimulus, I don't know if, and even, even if I did have the extra money, don't know if I'm going to spend bare minimum, you know, 550 bucks for this. Yeah. The price point, it's a bit steep for my blood. Um, even though I, I do love these comics, I love the art, I love the stories, and having them all bound in these nice hardcover collections would be fantastic, but just personally, yeah, that price is a little <laughs> so not for me, but hopefully, you know, others out yeah. there who are interested can get their hands on their copies, like you said. Well, apparently 864 say, yeah, don't like, give a like, like <laughs> their goal surpassed in less than a day, so they're going to be fine. You know, they don't need my extra 500 bucks, but if you're a completionist, if you're someone who's interested in these comics and you want to own them all, this is the best way to get them all in one big go. Yeah, so I, I want to break down a, a little bit of this. I want to start from the bottom or like the most expensive because this tier is now completely gone. They f- actually found five people wow. that paid $5,000. And they get the ultimate one-of-a-kind collectible. Not only does it include the Megazord Kickstarter edition set, signed art print, standee, and original art featuring them as a Power Ranger. Ooh. The Ranger design and original art for this tier is created by Dan Mora. Oh. And your copy of the sixth and final volume of the Power Rangers set will include a special page in the bonus story featuring them as the Power Ranger. So that special edition page is only going to be that person's copy, which already makes it ultra rare that is yeah i would say it's priceless but obviously there's a price attached to it yeah so that's that's crazy there's another one that's like three thousand dollars which you know people can still get them drawn themselves as a power ranger but that will be drawn by power rangers artist marco renna who's doing the uh mighty morphin series right now still i mean that's that's amazing marco reno is has some amazing artwork in in mighty morphin um his art is killer but at the base level there's a hundred dollars for a single edition of one of these covers and that's why i'm kind of like eh on it because the beyond the grid hardcover that i pre-ordered through amazon like after Amazon discounts and pre-order discounts, I got that for like 45 bucks. Yeah. And I know the retail price on these hardcovers is supposed to be that 75 to $100 level. I think the retail version of year one and year two were at that like $99 price point. Mm. But I kind of like what they did with this because there's like three types. There's the Mighty Edition, which is just the hardcover with the ranger civilian doing the morph pose the morphing edition adds a slipcase with new art by goni montez that like goes over that and that's the morphin edition so it'll be their ranger form in the same pose that kind of overlays in the hardcover which is pretty cool and then they have the megazord edition which on top of that hardcover slipcase, there's an acetate sleeve 
that features an energized version of the Morpher. And on the back, a piece of the Megazord that slots into a Megazord standee. So when you have all six books with their sleeves in the standee, it forms a complete picture of the Megazord. That's wild. I think it's absolutely ridiculous, but (laughs) in like the best way. Look, if you have the space, if you're a hardcore collector, and if you want to get a big crazy Megazord standee to make it look like your room is a comic shop, by all means, go ahead. So yeah, the $500 is the Mighty Kickstarter edition set. So that's just the Mighty with all of the hardcovers. 550 the Mighty set plus a signed print. For 600 the Morphin Kickstarter set, which is all of them. And then 650 is the Morphin set plus the signed print. The Megazord Kickstarter set includes the standee and all those sleeves and all that stuff. That's like the $800 for the Megazord set. And then $1,400, you get all of that stuff, the standee, you get an exclusive box, but every single one of these books are signed. And they're going to be signed by, I believe it's Jason David Frank is signing the green cover, Amy Jo Johnson, the pink, David Yost Blue, Walter Jones Black, Karen Ashley Yellow, and Steve Cardenas Red. So for that 1400 you know, you get the Megazord and all that stuff, plus signed versions of all of those. And then there's even more with like the signed print and like uh, jam art piece sessions. So I, it's, it's crazy. I understand collectibles and all of that. People can do what they want with their money, but who, this is too rich for my blood. And yeah. like, if I... If I took all the money that, you know, I spent on variants and and all the stuff over the years, yeah, I could easily get one of these super high tiers, obviously. But I spread that out over five years, not in like less than a month to go on this Kickstarter. Yeah, you know? one big push like that. Yikes. It seems like Boom Studios is doing their own thing uh, with this, and they've got collector's boxes for these and, and all kinds of tiers. So... We'll link to the Kickstarter. It'll still be going on once we release this episode. They have unlocked stretch goals, and these are more like printing embellishments, which, you know, as someone who's into print and graphic design, I think these are actually pretty cool. But I I, I know that if you're not like a book collector or anything like that, this might seem like, eh, who the hell cares? But I think these are pretty cool. So they've unlocked a Cold foil, which is added on the front and back of the hardcover for all editions. So there's going to be like uh, foil elements on these. An unsigned print is going to be added to all editions. So everyone automatically gets like a free art print upgrade. There's going to be a spot UV treatment that's added to the slipcase for the Morphin and Megazord editions. So spot UV is like that spot gloss that certain parts of the cover are more glossy than others to like make it pop out. So that's pretty cool. Uh, there's going to be a die cut added to the slip case for all mighty Morphin and Megazord editions. I have no idea what that die cut is going to be, but you know, essentially they cut a hole in the design. I think they might do that for the morpher because 
both the hardcover and the slipcover have the morpher on them. So I can see him like cutting a hole into the slipcover so that when you slip the book in, like the coin is there and Mm -hmm. give it like that added depth. Yeah. But I have no idea what they're going to do. They've also unlocked, and this affects every edition, the exclusive story that's in the Necessary Evil 1 hardcover has been increased to 15 pages for all editions. So normally these exclusive stories are like seven to eight pages. So they've essentially doubled whatever the story is going to be for the hardcover edition. And those are the ones that I've unlocked so far. That's wild. Like there's just so much content. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've never collected the comics, have been interested in them or whatever, this is probably the best way. If you have the money, Mm -hmm. this is like the best way to get all of the mighty Morphin series and some of go-go where it makes sense. And their FAQ has a full breakdown of what's in every hardcover, what issues, all of that. Because I know it gets kind of a little wonky with Shattered Grid and, and Necessary Evil. But the great thing about the hardcovers is they rearrange everything in the reading order you're supposed to read it in. Right. And they get rid of like the comic numbering, and it's more like chapters. Like Each issue is, quote-unquote, a chapter of the story. So it, it flows better than you know trying to say, oh, well... I got to go Mighty Morphin to Go-Go Power Rangers and then got to go to here and this, that. And it just, it's more cohesive. They did say because none of Go-Go Power Rangers have gone their own standalone hardcovers. And a lot of people asked Boom about that. They said they are considering, obviously they're considering Go-Go Power Ranger hardcovers. So good news for fans of of that series. Mainly that was uh, Dan Mora who we all fell in love with as an, as an artist and, you know, has kind of become like the de facto Power Rangers artist for like, he just did the, the four cover every Ranger ever variants for Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers issues one and two that like four issue connecting cover Mm -hmm. with every single Power Ranger on it. It's just amazing. I love the comics. If you have the money, maybe consider this. Any other thoughts? You were very in-depth with that whole thing, man. You you yeah. said everything I think that there could be said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, no, that's your passion. You know, you are probably the biggest fan of the comics out of all of us. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like them, mm-hmm. too. I just, I think that, yeah, like I said, you know, in my initial reaction, is this a good way to get everything you need from that run of the comics? Yes. Sure. Is it expensive? Also, yes. So, you know, if you are a fan who has the money and, and wants to do this, by all means, go for it. This is amazing. You know, this is exactly what you need. But if you're mm-hmm. a fan who maybe thinks like, uh, you know, 600 bucks or whatever is a little much right now, like mm-hmm. maybe just hold back and, and just do a, a more cost-effective version of, you know, like how you said you were getting the volumes individually as they were coming out. Maybe Yeah, maybe the, the trade paperbacks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'll, I'll always stand by the trade paperbacks, and you don't even have to buy them. A- AP, you've mentioned using your library system, right? Yeah, they had most of the uh, trade paperbacks. Um, they might have all of them by now, but they had most of them, and I was able to read a lot without spending anything and just supporting the local library. Yeah, exactly. And I have like a virtual card right now before I can go in and and confirm it. But once you get a library card, virtual or not, 
now there's apps that you can use your registration for your library and download and borrow books digitally, including oh, I comics. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, I've been reading I read some of the Doctor Who comics that way actually. Nice. Oh, nice. And I finally read the what was it, the Power Rangers um was it Aftershock? Yes, the uh, the, the movie. Twenty seventeen comic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I finally was able to read that because of the um digital library app that they had. So that was that's useful too. Yeah, and uh Aftershock was that was Ryan Parrott's like first dip into Power Rangers. That was before he started, before they got him to start writing Go Go Power Rangers. Speaking of comics, by the time you listen to this, Mighty Morphin issue three is out, and Power Rangers three is out next Wednesday. You can read our previews and reviews for both of those at rangercommand.com. And then... Huge, huge announcements that came out of the March 2021 solicitations. Boom has not like made a press release on that. Like I said, it was it was kind of leaked through the solicitations. There's a new banner title called Power Rangers Unlimited. And this, I guess this might be like an ongoing series of one shots, but it's called Power Rangers Unlimited. Air to Darkness number one. This is a one shot that is focusing on Astronema. Astronema, one of the most popular Power Ranger villains ever, her true origin is revealed for the first time in a one shot directly connected to the events of Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers. So this is going to affect like issues. Mighty Morphin 5, Power Rangers 5. Because the leaked cover, well, it's not leaked, it's already in the solicitations. The cover for Power Rangers 5 is a Cliptor. So he's coming to the comics. Before she became a Power Ranger, a young girl named Corone was kidnapped by bounty hunters and brainwashed into the assassin known as Astronema by two of the greatest threats in the galaxy, Dark Spectre and Ecliptor. But what is Dark Spectre's true plan, and what does it mean for the new Mighty Morphin and Power Ranger teams? Acclaimed author L.L. McKinney, Blade So Black, and artist Simone Ragazzoni from Power Rangers Dranka New Dawn present a powerful new story that no Power Rangers fan can miss. This is in shops March 31st, 2021, for $8. And again, it leads into. I believe Power Rangers and Mighty Morphin Five and Six. So this is nuts. This is cool. We're, we're we're expanding the scope beyond the original MMPR team and getting into some some in space lore, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. And I, I hope it fills in some of the blanks of like you know we kind of got a little bit of backstory during in space of what happened to Corone, but like they didn't really go in depth with it too much. Mm-hmm. This would be neat to see how in depth they go as to how. Dark Spectre and Ecliptor actually, like, turned her and then how, you know, she grew up as Astronema. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys clicked the link that I linked, but there's there's pictures of the covers. Um, There's a couple variants. Yeah, the oh, that one's cool. And it looks amazing. There's one that I believe is the 25, 1 in 25 cover, where it's Astronema, 
And if you look in the background, the electricity crackling and you see her eyes in the background, notice it includes all of her different hairstyles. Yeah, that's between fun. the electricity. So pretty sweet stuff. I think this is going to be a really unique story and it is a one shot. And because of the price, that means, you know, it's going to have a lot more pages than a standard uh, issue of the comic. So uh, I cannot wait to read this. I think this is going to be really fun and and unique. And to note, uh, L.L. McKinney, who's writing this, we're getting a black African-American female that's writing this, um, who's done amazing work in comics already. And she tweeted that she is a huge in space fan. She's a huge astronomer fan. Nice. I cannot wait to read this. I am excited that, you know, Boom Studios has always been pretty inclusive in their writing and their creators. So it's going to be incredible. And and to have like a fan of in space write and give us more backstory is incredible. I, I absolutely love it. I was thinking the exact same thing. It's like, it, it's great that she's also a big fan of in space. You know, when, when you're a fan of something, I think you that lends a little more credence to your uh, background. And, and so for having her come in and write these in-space characters, that's going to be a total trip, and I can't wait to read it. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited for this one, but I'm also excited for the possibility because of the new subtitle, the Power Rangers Unlimited. So I wonder if this is going to be kind of like our answer to the annuals that we've had in the past. like. Instead of an annual, you know, maybe every quarter or, you know, we'll get two a year or something where it'll be Power Rangers Unlimited dot 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 whatever title. Yeah. Give me a Power Rangers Unlimited SPD Origins. Lightspeed Rescue. I mean, any of our favorite seasons. Yeah. I would love like a Lightspeed Rescue continuation. Like, what did they do? I strongly believe they were all still out there, like, doing public service ranger stuff. There's no way that they weren't. Right. This would be fun to learn not only, like, what teams are doing after they've been rangers, but also fun ways of learning, like, how ranger organizations came to be. Like, how yeah. how did mm-hmm. Tommy go from being a race car driver to a professor of paleontology? Like... Like, it's an online college degree. Yeah, we, we've already <laughs> we've already established that. Headcanon, as accepted as it is, uh, I, I need to see more, you know? And like I said, it'd be, it'd be fun to see how did SPD form on Earth? How did, you know, how did... Yeah, they, what's the deal with 2001 and their parents and all that exactly. stuff? Exactly. And like Time Force, you know, uh, what... What led to the creation of Time Force and them realizing, hey, we need to start policing the timeline. There's so much. Yeah. We got a little bit of a taste of it in the 25th anniversary comic special, but I'd love for them to continue to dive into that mystic war in Mystic Force with Odana, because we got glimpses of in Mystic Force, like Lee and Bo, Odana, and they were like battling the forces of evil. And, you know, those those wizards that gave up their powers so there could be Power Rangers. Yeah. I mean, there's so much lore in just every season of Power Rangers. And to tie it back to what AP said, you know, about what did they do after Lightspeed? We only got such a brief glimpse of that in Super Mega Force when you see Carter and Dana running up to help people. 
And they're wearing the same jackets. Like, they're still leaders in that organization. It's crazy to think about because it's like, you've been at the same place for like 15 years. Like, what are you doing? Is is Carter like the commander of the base? I, I have no idea. Those That's are cool. answers I would love to see. Captain Grayson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, literally. Yeah. But fund, you, it. fund it, yeah. fund it, fund it. I'm stamping, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm throwing my money at the screen, Eric, and nothing is happening. So as cool as this astronomer story is, I am all for a Power Rangers Unlimited series. Whatever this turns out to be, whatever this subtitle is, if they're just an excuse to do more one-shots mm-hmm. with different creators and, and artists and writers, I can't wait to see where this goes. I think... And this, that's the thing. This thing came out of nowhere. Like the solicitations popped up and it was like, wait, we're getting another one shot. Like right after uh, <laughs> Ranger Slayer and Dragon New Dawn. Now we're getting this unlimited thing. All the press releases for like the relaunch of the comics with Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers. They've called this the unlimited power. Like unofficially, it's not in the comics themselves but they've called it the unlimited power era. And so now you've got power Rangers unlimited. It, it, it almost feels like a justice league unlimited or something. It, right. it, it invokes that title. It, do, it does definitely lend itself to the idea of, listen, there is a whole universe out here of stories. Mm-hmm. We are no, not, we are not limited to a particular season. There is so much lore out there that has not been said. So that's, I think, the, the unlimited name makes me think of that. Mm-hmm. Now, this is this is a huge, huge news item. Mm-hmm. And I've hinted about it like, oh, what are we going to do for Ranger commentaries? So it was first reported like through Brazil and South America on their Netflix. It said that most Power Ranger seasons, if you go on the Netflix website, most Power Ranger seasons, except for Mighty Morphin, Super Ninja Steel, Beast Morphers, are leaving Netflix on January 31st. So people initially thought, oh crap, are they just pulling out like Netflix internationally? Well, the next day, we got news that Netflix in the U.S., is all of the Ranger series, those same series that are expiring, are expiring at the same time, February 1st of this year. Yeah. Yep. At this point, we do not know if there is a new deal being negotiated or if they are truly leaving the service. There's a lot of speculation going on. There's a lot of like, oh, well, is Hasbro going to do their own streaming service are they going to move to cbs all access because it's a viacom thing i don't know we do not know yet but i want to get your initial reactions what do you think about this news i would like to know what's actually happening yeah rather than speculate but of course that's all that we can do at this point and also i would just like amazon to send me a fully intact DVD set. Thank you very much. Because <laughs> I tried to order them after this news because I was like, hey, I've got none of the DVDs. Let me order them just in case this all pans out and I can't watch it on Netflix anymore. 
Amazon sends me. I get them. I'm like, oh, yes, my DVDs are here. Open up the box. The box isn't too damaged, so I don't think anything of it. Open up the box, but all the DVDs inside are damaged. Oh, my. Which makes no sense. Like, they were literally like someone had dropped them all over the floor of the warehouse before packaging them up to me. So that was fun. So be careful where you order them from, you guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Amazon, you know, that's that's one issue. Um, I don't know how many of the mega sets are still available through Shout Factory. I guess I can check that now because they were the ones that put it out there. I, I do want to say something. So when all of this happened, when all this news was happening and people were, the sky is falling and, oh my God, we'll never be able to watch Power Rangers again, blah, blah, blah. And we can talk a million different reasons why, you know, this is just a bad decision from like a marketing standpoint, just having the accessibility. Like, look, I, I own the DVDs like twice over. I've got the Power Ranger helmet. I got the, the all the mega sets. I've got some individual sets. Mm. Yeah. Can I watch it on my physical disc? Sure. But it's a lot easier for me to load up my Netflix app and just watch whatever Power Ranger series I want. It's the convenience that Netflix brings and more and more people are, you know, not having DVD players in their home. They have their media center or their Xbox or their PlayStation or their, their smart TV. And it has a Netflix app and you can just put that on and let the kids go wild with power Rangers watching that on Netflix. And you never have to put a DVD in. It's the convenience. It's the accessibility. And it sucks when that's going to be taken away and you get, you know, the OG power. Like, they're not even including Alien Rangers. So your Mighty Morphin rewatch is going to end on a freaking cliffhanger Mm -hmm. with no context of what happens later. Like, that sucks trying to get new fans into this franchise. And then... You got essentially because of the contract deals, the airing deals, you only have the most recent seasons, Super Ninja, Ninja Steel, Super Ninja Steel, the two Beast Morpher seasons, and reportedly that broadcast deal with Nickelodeon, Dino Fury is going to be on Netflix as well whenever that comes out. So we're going to have the same situation, but the problem is in the two years that Beast Morphers has aired... We have had no announcements of any physical media, whether Hasbro is even continuing with Lionsgate. There's been not a peep about a physical release for Beast Morphers. Mm -hmm. And that sucks because I actually love those two seasons. Mm -hmm. Yep. You guys can talk about a little bit. I just want to check on Shout Factory. Oh, they have like basically everything. I'm on there right now people these days are less reliant on physical media that this is the only way to watch power rangers for for some fans Mm -hmm. and so for netflix to turn around suddenly and without any kind of you know explanation really just say yeah this is gone like why is it gone explain you know did the did the Mm -hmm. the licensing run out or are you guys renegotiating contracts or what you know there's a lot of unanswered questions that the fans have that that we need answers for I know that, you know, I'm very glad uh, that that I have them physically as well. In fact, I need to f- complete my physical collection. I need to get Super Mega Force and Dino 
Charge, charge, Super Dino Charge, and Ninja Steel and Super Ninja Steel on physical media. Um, Use that Amazon link. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like there's been no announcement of physical media for Beast Morphers, right. which that's, well, why? Why aren't we getting, you know, one way or the other? Even if you just say, hey, we decided we're not going to publish physical media, at least that's an answer of some kind. It's, it's not a nothing answer, mm-hmm. which is what we have now. So, like, we've got our, our Ranger Command shop on, on Amazon, but you can also go to shoutfactory.com slash collection slash power dash rangers. They do have seasons four through seven mega set, the eight through 12 mega set, and the 13 through 17 mega set, the ones that you had initially got AP. But again, those are priced at not Amazon type discounts. Like, yes, you're getting them straight from Shout Factory, but, you know, you're almost paying a premium for that. And, you know, even the the single season sets, you know, they're about 16 bucks on Shout Factory, but in some cases they're like nine bucks on Amazon. But what I want to say is that the day that this releases, and we'll announce it here, we're actually having another contest. Let me let me grab it real quick. So we actually are having a contest that we're going to announce here on this episode and will be live the Saturday that this releases. Our good friend of the show, and he's been on the show a couple times, Josh Moore at Kentucky Jam, has donated. He actually bought new copies of single season sets for us to give away for Power Rangers fans, for our listeners. Woo. So we have, let me do this in order. Cause it was like, part of it was like an Amazon, like a shrink wrap bundle of these sets. And they're not in like season order. <laughs> so, okay. So we got Power Rangers, Lightspeed Rescue, Complete Series, Time Force, Wild Force, Ninja Storm, Dino Thunder, SPD, Mystic Force, Operation Overdrive, and RPM. So you're getting some pretty good series. And Operation Overdrive. <laughs> Jungle Fury is not included, but let me let me see if I can just order that through Amazon. So he was gracious enough as I drop half of them. Oh. <laughs> no. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that out. No, they're they're fine. They they're completely shrink wrapped. They're, yeah. they're fine. But seriously, huge shout out to Josh for giving back to the community like that. I'm gonna yeah. let me see if I can get Jungle Fury. So essentially, you'll have the back half. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna order this. All right, so I'm I'm adding Jungle Fury to this. So you will have. The complete Disney era of Power Rangers and the back half of the Saban seasons. Nice. All in one go. We're giving this to one lucky winner. They will get all of those series. I'm adding Jungle Fury to the cart now, and they will also get that. Not a bad deal. Not a bad deal. The the shipping's going to be a pain in the ass on that. Um, <laughs> You know what I didn't use? I did not use did the not Ranger use the Command. Affiliate link. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, ten bucks. God, that's that's a good deal. Even oh, AP left. Did we lose AP? 
Yeah, it said it said she left. Oh dear. It'll be you and I, and then we'll wrap this up. Yeah, because we can talk about the Dino Fury toys and the Lightning Collection stuff. Yeah. I really want to find one of those Dino Fury morphers. Those look really neat. I'm glad one of us thinks so. Oh, no. I don't know, man. I'm kind of burnt out on these freaking toys. <sighs> yeah, I mean, really, I am, too. I I haven't been doing much toy collecting all year, really. I think the last time I bought Lightning Collection was when GameStop had that sale where they were all super cheap. Oh, yeah. And I picked up... God, that was a good sale. It was a good sale. I picked up the the Galaxy Red, Psycho Red 2-pack. I picked up Lost Galaxy, or uh, Psycho Blue, and I picked up Goldar. Yeah, that's that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. I think it, it was like, for th- three of them, it was like 25 bucks or whatever. It was stupid cheap. Yeah, you got like three for one, essentially. Yeah, really. And then uh, I did, I, I shouldn't I shouldn't that was the last toy I ordered, technically speaking. I did order the Hasbro Plasma Series Egon Spangler Particle Thrower from Ghostbusters. Oh, nice. I ordered that mm, two days ago, so that'll be coming. Wait, which one's the Particle Thrower? It's the, it's the gun attachment. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what they call the barrel of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so it looks like uh, AP is having some technical difficulties uh, with the Wi-Fi, but hey, it's uh, I thought it was with the new year we would get away from uh, some of the old Ranger Command tropes, <laughs> but uh, uh, technical difficulties every episode. So um, Zach and I will just uh, wrap up the news and we'll read some uh, Ranger Nation answers and uh, wrap this episode up. So... With the announcement, so we are going to do um, the contest with uh, the DVDs that we just mentioned. So uh, look for that Saturday, the 16th. So the day that we release this episode, check out our social media, especially on Twitter. And we will have all the details on how to enter that contest. And again, we thank uh, Josh at the Kentucky Jam very much for providing those prizes yeah absolutely good on you josh yeah thank you so much here's an interesting note but i think it's no surprise to anyone so the toy book reported that toy fair new york 2021 is canceled and Mm -hmm. toy fair new york always happens the february of the year and last year it got shut down thanks to COVID, and it's looking like it will also affect the 2021 show. The focus will actually shift to Toy Fair Dallas, which I didn't know was a thing, mm-hmm. uh, which will be happening in October. And they will have a digital marketplace uh, as the association continues to evolve its mix of physical and digital opportunities for the toy industry. I know originally they were kind of planning a interim toy fair, New York in May, but they have also scrapped those plans. So everything is shifting to toy fair, Dallas. Uh, like I said, in October, it's really no surprise, you know, with everything going on and there's not, I mean, there's, there's a vaccine, but it's not being distributed well enough or I think fast enough. Mm -hmm. So rather than take any chances, they're just going to shift it to uh, October. They did say that Toy Fair New York 2022 
will take place February 19th through the 22nd, 2022 at the newly expanded Javits Center. So at least they'll be able to take advantage of the new renovations going on at the Javits. You know, I've been to Toy Fair a couple of times. It's an amazing, incredible experience. But the world is on fire right now, (laughs) (laughs) and conventions just haven't been a thing or are not going to be a thing for this last year and this coming year. So Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of conventions postponing and all that stuff. So not a big shock. We've seen how like Hasbro had their own PulseCon last year. Mm -hmm. I assume they will do another PulseCon this year, I can imagine. Um, another virtual way to present all these toys and entertainment and everything they've got going on, uh, especially for Power Rangers. And I can expect that they're going to do at least another Fan First Friday or two this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like you said, it's just with the pandemic still kind of out of control right now until there can be a more widespread uh, immunization with the vaccine. Uh, better safe than sorry. And so, yeah, I think yeah. that canceling conventions for the foreseeable future until we can get those inoculation numbers up makes total sense. So no surprises, no big, you know, heartbreaking news there. Moving on. Today, as we record this, uh, we actually got press images and descriptions from Hasbro for the new line of Power Rangers Dino Fury action figures and products. Actually, a lot of these have been already found in the wild the past uh, few weeks, and we've had some listings found through uh, various members of Ranger Nation, who we will credit in a second. But actually, on our site, uh, we do have uh, some of these press images and official descriptions, which give us some peeks into the show or and how things are named and some of the character descriptions. So uh, first off, of course, we have the Power Rangers Dino Fury Morpher. This will be for 20 bucks. It is available now. From Dino Fury back to the original My Morph Power Rangers, the Power Rangers have brought teamwork, action, and adventure to generations of fans. The legacy continues with figures, vehicles, collectibles, and role-play toys from Hasbro, celebrating Ranger teams from over 25 years. Inspired by the Power Rangers Dino Fury TV series, the Dino Fury Morpher has light-up eyes and a dino head that you can spin to change up the sounds to morphed mode. Insert the included key into the Morpher to unlock different sounds. The Morpher is also compatible with keys included in the Dino Fury 6-inch action figures, which are sold separately. The sounds of the Morpher also change based on motion. I think it's it looks pretty cool. I know that there's already some comparison videos out there with uh, the Rue Soldier uh, Morpher and uh, the Rusu Changer. And there's some really great comparisons out there. And from what I've seen of the comparisons, like size-wise, from the Sentai version, it's not that much different, actually. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously some of the paint details are a little bit different, but for the most part, it pretty much looks like it's Sentai counterpart, which is a good thing. The keys, on the other hand, not so much. Yeah, the keys leave a little to be desired, and by a little, I mean, oof. Yeah, it's like this hologram foil sticker thing on the back, 
and a molded front. It doesn't have kind of like the bendability of the ones from Soldier. So a little bit different. Of course, they're, they're going to have to toyify it for kids. I thought the key gimmick that was in the Beast Morphers Morpher was a nice change because it added that extra playability for kids. And I really like the molded versions of the keys that Hasbro made. Like they all had different like face plates and they were integrated into the show. But, you know, with Rue Soldier, that Sentai footage, they already had these keys. So it's kind of neat that Hasbro is like expanding that concept. Like kids already know about, you know, keys and morphers and interacting with them. Um, so it's kind of interesting how they've bridged that gap. But yeah, when you compare it to the, the Russo's, it leaves a little bit to be desired, but mm-hmm. you just have to accept it as, you know, America versus Japan. Yeah. And I'm not saying one is better than the other or whatever. It's just that, you know, it's a, it's a different audience. Anything to add? Uh, nothing that won't get me in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. So moving on to the next listing, these were shown at the last, uh, Power Rangers fan first Friday. this is the Power Rangers Dino Fury battle attackers. Uh, these are two pack assortments, but we get a little bit of kind of like a synopsis of the season, or at least the general premise of Dino Fury. So when an army of powerful alien beings is unleashed on Earth, threatening life as we know it, a brand new team of Power Rangers, fueled by the prehistoric power of the dinosaurs, are recruited to deal with the threat in Power Rangers Dino Fury TV series. Insert Dino Charge reference here. Like, I mean, at this point, it's it's always... Evil aliens, yeah. I think. The Battle Attacker 2 packs. Kids can imagine the Rangers facing off against monster enemies, keeping the world safe from the Sporex beasts. So now we have our name for the monsters for this season, mm-hmm. Sporex. Did you watch a lot of Resoldier, or did you see that? Uh, I think I watched the first, like, five episodes um it really didn't kind of grab me as much as i was hoping it was going to Mm -hmm. um but i mean i do enjoy the aesthetics i like that they're you know these knights and of course dinosaur theme is always fun gotta love dinosaurs so i'm looking forward to seeing you know how how the adaptation goes so are the are the beasts in rue soldier are they more organic because like sporex i think you know, spores, fungus, that kind of thing. Yeah, just so, from the name. So the monsters, if I'm remembering correctly, were born out of uh, humans. Like the 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 alien generals or the whatever they the you know they were in U.S. Soldier um, would like infect humans, and the infection would become the monster. If I'm remembering mm. correctly. So mm-hmm. for them to call it sporix beasts, that makes sense of like, oh, it's, it's, it's spores that are making humans sick and forming these monsters then. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a neat little tidbit that we can pull from that. Yeah. These are like action figures, but they're, well, they are action figures, but they're more, I don't want to say cartoony, but kind of like. 
kind of like a little bit more exaggerated yeah. proportions. These actually have like this kicking action to them. So press down on the lever mechanism on the figure's leg to activate kicking action. This assortment includes, and these each of these sets will be $20. The assortment includes Dino Fury Battle Attackers 2-Pack Blue Ranger versus Shockhorn and Red Ranger versus Doom Snake. So we get a little tease of the names for uh, some of the monsters this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to collect these, <laughs> but I think it's really cool that the Rangers have like the different arm than the action figures. Yeah, so these... If you notice that. Yeah, these these battle attackers appear to be the Rangers using um, Ryu Soul power-ups. Um, right. Which in Ryu Soldier, they would, you know, and they would stick in their morpher and it would give them a different ability, which was a, a sort of extra armament on their suit. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's neat that they kind of did that to differentiate these between, you know, the, the actual six-inch figures. And what I like about this is even if you don't like the style or the gimmick of the Rangers, the it includes like a sword in the same scale as the action figures because the action figures, the basic six-inch action figures, don't include like the sword from the show. But why I also like this set is because you could just add these monsters as another part of like if you're taking pictures or you know, you're posing them on the shelf or whatever, like these would make good, like background monster characters, I think. Yeah. And like you said, the fact that it comes with the basic sword weapon, um, cause we'll talk about the six inch Rangers here in a second. Mm-hmm. So six inch Rangers, it's interesting that they come with their individualized weapons. So now were those in Rue soldier or are these like new, I think these are new. I think they are. I could look it up, I suppose. I don't see any other weapons. So yeah, these so are new. These are new weapons then. Yeah, so these are just new weapons that the American version are, are getting, which is neat. Yeah, so on our site, we've got the six inch action figure line. This first wave includes red, blue, pink, and then Boom Tower, which is a general. I want to note, though, some of the story details in these descriptions. So, and of course, all of these come with their own keys that can be inserted into the Dino Fury Morpher. The Dino Fury Red Ranger is based on the TV series character Zato, an alien warrior from another planet who leads the Dino Fury Power Rangers in battle. Dino Fury Blue Ranger is based on TV series character Ollie a logical thinker who's never afraid to share his opinion and joins the Dino Fury team in battle. Pink Ranger is based on the character of Amelia, a go-getting journalist with a passion for the paranormal and joins the Dino Fury team in battle. So, nice little tidbits there, Mm -hmm. which we've already confirmed with their cast announcement that we got uh, during Hasbro Pulse. So the names match up, so... I think it's cool that we're we're going to see maybe, you know, a journalistic uh, hangout. Uh, I think some of the stuff that uh, Nightmare has uncovered through the power scoop, like I believe their their location sounds like a, almost like a newsroom type of spot. That's cool. 
the name of like what they've had for some of the casting calls that the power scoop was able to find. I don't know if it's the season's hangout, but it's called buzz blast. And that definitely sounds like Buzzfeed. Right. Or, it sounds like some kind of internet right. journalism kind of thing. Yeah. And there's a lot of calls in the background talent for buzz blast employees. Yeah. So, we may see the Rangers become amateur journalists or, you know, connect through uh, something that Amelia is able to find. Maybe they have a mentor uh, at Buzz Blast, and that's kind of like the hangout, almost like in Ninja Steel. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting to see. I'm, I'm glad they're, like, getting hip with the times and in internet journalism. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see that, you know, we've already had some things confirmed uh, with this news leak. Uh, the only other thing is Boom Tower. They say Boom Tower is an evil robot general who battles the Power Rangers. So that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty generic. I mean, there's there's always like robot generals. I and do love his design, and... though. His design looks really cool. He looks like a castle. Yeah, like the castle. Like a walking castle. Look awesome. His sword looks really cool. It's it looks like the um like a, like a chess like a piece. chess piece. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a broadsword almost, just a really heavy, wide sword. I'm going to love some of the action that's going to be in Dino Fury, I think, because uh, for the most part, Beast Morphers had a lot of of original footage. Mm -hmm. It'll be neat to see, you know, what they come up for Dino Fury, because from what I've seen of Resoldier, they had a lot of good action in that series. So moving on. We will have links to the target listings for the Dino Morpher as well as the Battle Attackers because I think it was uh, like Living Ranger Key and uh, some others found these listings in the system. Uh, And it says that they're all in store now. So you can use Target to find these in stores. One of the listings that Martian underscore Ranger was able to find for the battle attackers, battle attacker void Knight. So this could be the, uh, guy counterpart, like the purple armor Russell. Mm-hmm. I love that name. That's a good name. I think it's cool. We'll see what happens with that. I do like the design of that character. So, uh, really, it'll be really neat to have like, a you know, another anti enemy type Ranger. Yeah. Then really for our last piece of news, huge lightning collection link. And you can uh, find all this information. We'll link back to lightning fig PR over on Twitter, uh, power Rangers collection info from Josh living Ranger key. There are a few things to note and I will link to his video, which kind of breaks everything down, but there was this whole list that pretty much confirms the whole rest of the year for the lightning collection. And so, so there's a lot to break down, but one of the things I want to note was there's a listing for uh, power Rangers new hotel. And that has an August date for release. And Josh is theorizing that this is a new lightning collection helmet. That'd be neat. So new hotel, Hotel stands for helmet. We're getting iGuy. 
We're getting Perantis head. Those are in June of this year. Can I just say the memes that dropped when I guy was announced and how many people tagged me just, mwah, I was so happy. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that was hilarious. Um, one of the things, so we already know about wave eight, which is going to be out in March. So we've already had press release for Dino Thunder Blue, Lost Galaxy Red, SPD Pink, Zeo Green. Monster Wave 2, again, is going to be Guy and Piranha's Head. We have rumblings of more Versus Packs Wave 2, uh, BLM Earth and Silver Photon, which is in space blue versus question mark, and SRE Nuclear Venus, uh, which is MMPR, don't know what, versus yellow, don't know what season. So they're still trying to figure out the code on that. Wave nine, code Rad Mercury, SPD Green. Yeah. LGY Earth, Lost Galaxy Blue, and Zith Tanga, which is Zio, don't know. A lot of people are theorizing this might be Zio Yellow. Mm. Wave 10 for fall of this year, BLM Parsec, uh, so an unknown in space figure vel mercury which don't know what season but it's going to be the color green and also zith venus which again they don't know like zith tanga or zith venus we're getting zeo something but zith venus is also listed as zeo yellow so don't know i think we'll get at least two more zeo figures which would if it's pink and yellow, would complete the Zio team. And I would love to see them complete another team. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's also some unknown releases. Uh, BLM Mars in Space Black and Mars Atom, which we don't know. There's a listing for. Mm. And I know all of this is like confusing with these names, but Josh with the Lightning Logbook, as well as uh, his channel or his video series, Lightning Storm, cover all of these on a weekly basis, all of the news for the Lightning Collection, and we'll link to his most extensive video yet with breaking down this whole list of what happened. And now we were going to talk about Beast Morphers, but I think we're going to save that for another episode. Because look, between the hiatus, between all of our different schedules and time that we've had or not have the beast morpher season unfortunately was really disconnected with mm -hmm. the fandom wanting to know everything because of the team up and then france just releasing everything you know some of us watched it all in june and then forgot it moved on with our lives we're ready for beast morph or we're ready for dino fairy we're, we're ready for the next iteration and so it's actually been a while since Zach and I watched these episodes. And so I might need a refresher. Uh, Zach might need a refresher. Yeah, probably. And I know AP needs to catch up. And we've, we've reviewed parts like the first half pre-hiatus of Beast Morphers, uh, Ranger Command episode uh, 156, where we did one th episodes one through three with uh, Doug and Liz. And then Ranger Command episode 158, where we uh, reviewed episodes four through six uh, with Matt Hunt and Chris Long. And, you know, typically we review these episodes as they come out, but 
you know, the back half of 2020, we just had some really good episodes where, you know, there's more to talk about than just Beast Morphers. If you want our takes on Beast Morphers, we're going to do like a Ranger wrap-up review or something like that. Uh, We'll do that a little bit later, maybe next month. Yeah. But we did put out the question to our listeners in Ranger Nation, and we asked, what was one of your favorite and or least favorite moments from Power Rangers Beast Morphers Season 2? And Zach, I want to pose that question to you first. Like, favorite moment or favorite scene and uh, least favorite? Uh, So, you know, I've said multiple times I was a big fan of RPM. So Mm -hmm. for me, favorite moment has to be tying it all back together with RPM, having that whole reveal of uh, Evox being mutated Vengex, having Dr. K come back, Mm -hmm. having that wrap up for the RPM universe that I think we were needing. Uh, That was one of the highlights for me, absolutely. As far as least favorite moment, I would have to say the team-up could have used a little more TLC, maybe a little more polish. It was weird that we had these teams come in and we didn't even have, like, sound-alike dubbing for some of it. We we didn't have, you know, like, there, there could have been, I think, more to that than there was. I really agree with you on that, especially since, you know, that's been something this Dino War has been teased all the way back, like, to Dino Charge. Mm -hmm. You know, that was before we even knew Beast Warfers existed, and we didn't get anything in Dino Charge, and it was kind of like, this was like the last-ditch effort. And, you know, when we saw two San Diego Comic-Cons ago, or or whatever, Mm -hmm. they teased with Jason the Red Ranger coming back, and... I think so much hype built up for it that by the time it came out, we we're just kind of like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like I actually enjoyed the previous episodes before the team up, like the, the real team up episode. I don't even know what that was called. I mean, that's how much I care. Like it was just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. What was that? Grid connection, grid connection. I actually liked the build up. I liked finders keepers i like the well for the most part i like the concept of uh making bad mm-hmm. with the uh villain clip show i i like the lead up more than the actual episode yeah i'll agree with that absolutely i mean you know the lead up was a ton of fun because we were getting things we haven't you know gotten before like you said the idea of a villain clip show that was something that was unique and fun to see mm-hmm. and so for this amazing lead up that we had to kind of just flounder with what we got yeah and i know we're we're, we're kind of diving a little bit back into it but with grid connection being so hyped up i think one of the odd things was that you have this weird moment where there's this lesson with Devin and he gets hit by a meteor and like, he's has to be the one that has to have the revelation of like the morphing grid. And it's like, bro, you've been working with the morphing grid for almost two years. Like, (laughs) why are there these doubts? And it was kind of odd in a way. I think the most uh, intentionally hilarious part was Jason saunters up to the group and Tyler's like, we've got no time for introductions. We got to go. Yeah. And 
it was just like such a slap in the face. It was like, well, who the hell are you? With Grid Connection, it was a lot of buildup and hype for, you know, what we got in the end. And, you know, like you said, we didn't even get like a proper introduction for some of the teams, especially Dino Thunder. They just showed up out of nowhere and like voiceless huss mm-hmm. <laughs> almost. Yeah. It's like, well, what was their connection to it? You know, the episode's titled Grid Connection, but I'm not I'm not sensing a connection. In fact, I I truly enjoyed the episodes that that were before it that featured the Dino Charge cast. I, I love that cast. I love that story. To see Sledge back and Poissandra and that whole crew. They've been in like Ninja Steel and all that, but I think it's hilarious that they, they keep finding ways to bring the, the these characters back. And those are like those memorable characters, you mm-hmm. know? And so I, I don't want to harp on Grid Connection too much because this isn't our review, but we will uh, read what everyone else has to say. So on Twitter, Mir at Nightmare10 said, favorite moment, the fandom's excitement with the mention of Rita, Sledge, and Galvanax in the first episode. Least favorite missed opportunity with the lack of civilian Blaze and Roxy. Big Mike at Big Mike 8109 said, Anything that used the past seasons to further the current season story is always a plus for me. One gripe more than negative is the lack of story for Blaze and Roxy, the real versions, and Zoe in season two. Yeah, that was really a disappointing development in season two. Zoe took such a backseat mm-hmm. throughout the season. It was really kind of a shame for that character. Yeah. Kyle at Deadpool underscore Ranger said, favorite was wrapping up one of the biggest cliffhangers in Power Rangers history and the Lightspeed blaster in the finale. I cried when that happened. Least favorite, dubbing over the archive footage that we got in uh, Making Bad. Yeah. Austin at the Ranger T says, Favorite moment was great to be human. Least favorite moment was when the Beast Morphers Rangers destroyed the Dino Charge villains. Yeah, it was kind of hilarious that, you know, the Dino Charge Rangers kind of pieced out and left the Beast Morpher <laughs> Rangers to take care of that mess. Yeah, right. Mason T. Merrill at Mason Merrill said, Favorite was definitely the reveal of Vengex as well as Dr. K coming to help. I think all of that was done very well. The legendary weapons were a nice touch. Blaze and Roxy not joining the team was the low point for me. Yeah, we love Blaze and Roxy. Uh, Chris at Toku Chris said, Favorite, looking past the issues I have with the actor, hearing Jason's classic angry shouting, It's Morphin' Time! Gave me goosebumps. (laughs) Least was Blaze and Roxy not getting to join the team and morphing into their first Avatar suits to fight with the Rangers. God, that would have been so epic. That would have been great. Jacob Brody at Database Ranger said, two favorites would have to be Dr. K's appearance in the Evox Snare and It's Great to Be Human from the Silva Switch, simply because they were two of the biggest surprises of the season. Each gave us something completely new to for Power Rangers and were miraculously not spoiled early. Adam at Little Adam 87 said, Favorite moments, the Vengex reveal and the legendary weapons being utilized. Outstandingly awesome for longtime fans of the series. Agreed. At It Takes Two to Toku said, Favorite was It's Great to Be Human. Least, lack of more meaningful storylines for civilian Blaze and Roxy. 
at Sentai 5 says, Favorite was Colonel Truman meeting Commander Daniels, one of the best scenes in the last 10 years. Least favorite was Steel Turning Human. I thought it was really unnecessary. First, a monthment writes at the Nick Fan Club said, While I'm trying to avoid crossover moments, there are so many elements of the Evox's Vengex reveal that make it so great even beyond the actual reveal itself. My favorite is Lang shifting from Evox voice to the Vengex voice so seemingly. That was the voice actor, mm-hmm. and they scrambled his name to cover that up as Evox's voice that's actor. So fun. They, d- they did a award scramble with that, and uh, yeah, that that's pretty cool. My least favorite moment has to be going ape when Roxy and Ravi refused to reasonably communicate so much that Ravi's frustration evolves into aggression. It's frustrating in itself. Cosmic Ranger at Cosmic Ranger 006 said, Steel becoming human was everything. Unfortunately, season two really toned down Blaze and Roxy. And you'll notice a pattern. There are certain things people love so much mm-hmm. that other people just don't like at all. I'm seeing a lot of the divisiveness of Steel becoming human, yeah. Right, right. Well, also just that song of of It's Great to Be Human. Mm-hmm. Some people like live for that. Others are like, what the hell is this doing in Power Rangers? And <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because there was that interview that they did for Hasbro PulseCon with the cast of Beast Morphers and they said that that dance number which was choreographed by Olivia Tennant, who played Dr. K. Yeah. They said they had the most fun filming that, rehearsing that, everything. So for the actors, it's like one of their most favorite things that they've ever done. And, you know, a lot of fans gravitated towards that because you could tell how much effort they put into it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, others are like, what is this this makes <laughs> no sense this breaks every fourth wall ever listen musical um, theater is not for everyone <laughs> no no it's it's true but you know there's there's elements throughout this second season of beast morphers that some people really like and others not so much and you know that can be said for a lot of seasons but it really felt like this was definitely more of like a dividing line between fans enjoyment of the show yeah Maria not found at Epic Link Sam said, I was Vengex. That was just so awesome to see. I love that so much. Elwendo Zhang at Elwendo Zhang said, least favorite, to be honest, the dino team up was a little disappointing. It was too rushed too. better to make it as a two parter. I think it yeah. definitely would have benefited from a second part. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially since they had like that, they already had a two episode buildup for it. Mm-hmm. So why not balance that with a two part team up? Yeah, exactly. Then we could have got, you know, a little bit more explanation with Dino Thunder. And then and we would that. have had time to introduce everybody to each other. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. yeah. Dom Philance at all new TPIR said Olivia Tennant and James Galen. A decade meant nothing to either of them because <laughs> that's true. Yeah, they, they have aged very gracefully. They came back looking like they had just stepped off the set of RPM. Like, oh, we're back. Okay, let's do this. Uh, Liz at Ranger Liz said, obviously, Doctor K coming back, but Zoe and her mom having a moment before the final battle was a great part of the finale. And then, uh, it, in re- in response, in response to that, Pez at 
Pararaptor Girl said, uh, seriously, it was a beautiful moment and one I plan on replicating when my daughter reveals to me that she's a superhero. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, with all the disappointment that there was in Zoe's character for this season, just because of, you know, she kind of went to the background a bit. That was one of my highlights of the finale. Like, I I love that moment. There was a lot of emotion between the two actors, and you could really tell. Yeah. And that was a really good moment, for sure. Absolutely. Thal at Buju Terry said, Best moment, Dr. K's appearances. Worst moment, Zoe not becoming commander. <laughs> uh, Seth LaFrance at LaFrance underscore said, Favorite was the legendary weapons. The least favorite was Beast Morphers Broadway. <laughs> uh, Steve Martinez at Steve Martinez 90 said, Favorite moment would have to be just how this season respected past seasons. Felt like a real anniversary season. Least favorite was not get really giving Human Blaze and Roxy anything to do. Mm. Honorable mention would be hearing Jason say Tyrannosaurus one more time. It's pretty good. So moving over to Facebook. <laughs> what, my Tyrannosaurus? That too, but yeah, I mean, come on. He, <laughs> yeah. Hearing Jason come back and just, it's Morphin time, Tyrannosaurus. It's like, there's, you just. Buy my merch. <laughs> $80 Funko Pops. Uh, that's Anyway, so moving on to Facebook, Robbie Eleanor said, my favorite is, for personal reasons, the reveal of who Vengex is. Me and my girlfriend watched RPM last year, and she ended up loving it. And when he said the name of who he was, she legit screamed in excitement. So that was amazing to see her enjoying it so much. Great series as well, though. One of the best in a long time. Over on Instagram, Jungle Karma Pippa said, My favorite was Dr. K's return, and least favorite was the musical number. And Rob2019.rs said, My favorite moments are the Rangers' heroic moments in team-up with Captain Chaku and the Dino Rangers. Least favorite moments would have to be the Beast Morphers fighting the Dino Charge villains. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode. Like I said, we're going to do a... Our next episode will be a Rangers commentary for the end of the Power Rangers, which is the two-part finale of Wild Force, which is very fitting since uh, it's ending on Netflix. We don't know what's going on. Hopefully we'll learn more if they decide to stay on Netflix, if a deal is renewed or whatever. Otherwise, we're going to have to figure out a way to do this easily for Ranger commentaries. I don't know what other Power Rangers rewatch podcasts are going to do. Um, I, but I know for, for us, Netflix was really convenient for everyone to get on board for, for Power Rangers and for our listeners to watch along with us. So we'll figure something out. Uh, we might shift the focus of the, uh, extra episodes, uh, maybe more to Patreon type, uh, voting, uh, that we'll give to our top tier patrons, but whatever we do, we'll go out with a bang with the. Uh, series finale for uh, Wild Force, which is uh, aptly titled The End of the Power Rangers. And then after that, we are planning on having a live show once again for our seventh anniversary. And the last Saturday of the month will be the podcast version of that. So stay tuned. I think we're going to have some fun things in the works for that. It'll be great to interact with our listeners in real time. 
almost like an ask us anything type of situation. And, uh, we'll hang out for a couple hours and it'll be really cool. That's about it. Uh, Zach, anything you want to, uh, promote or social media wise or anything like that? 59 minutes until I'm 35. So that's fun. There, well, there it is. I just looked at the <laughs> clock. Sorry, we're, we're recording yep. this. Uh, it's Monday night, and it's it's going to be late here. It's it's going to be Tuesday, January twelfth here in fifty nine minutes, and uh, yeah, I'll be thirty five. That'll be fun. <laughs> oh, happy birthday! Oh, thank you. You can find me over at uh, truckyb 47 on Twitter, Instagram, and now streaming on Twitch, where I play Fortnite and hang out and talk and. A lot of our friends are on there, mutual friends and all that stuff. Yeah, so, I'm definitely going to have to get set up with that myself, I think. Yeah, so uh, lots of streaming going on in uh, in 2021. But Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph and rangercommandpowerhour, all one word, on Instagram and Facebook. So until next time, we'll catch you later, and thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Ranger Command Power Hour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks for listening.